The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello, hello, hello. We are indeed bringing our soul to work right now as we are live. Much of the country is freezing cold, so we must warm up our inner self our soul and bring that vibe up. We're going to do that this hour. We're going to bring the vibrational level way up. Today I'm going to talk about what influence are you really under. I'm going to illuminate the subtle and yet the all too important reason why you have to be in present moment awareness to be in the emotional state you need for your happiness and your success. We really can't ever imagine success without happiness. But sometimes our happiness is driven by external events and reactions. So today I want to help you understand how you are always under the influence of something. I know we usually talk about being under the influence on drugs and alcohol. (laughs) But today we're going to talk about how our energy body, how our subconsciousness, how the programming of our soul brings us into a state of being under the influence of something all the time. And that influence of something is leading us Every single millisecond of our lives, what influence we are under determines everything we see and how we feel and the meaning we attach to it. As an example, if we're living with a filter or an influence system that says, no one likes me, I'm never lucky. Why do I always get the short end of the deal? Why do my coworkers always talk behind my back and they stop talking when I enter the lunchroom? There's so much opportunity for us to walk around being under the influence of that. And just like any drug, when we're under the influence of thinking and feeling and being convinced that people are looking at us negatively, that people are judging us. We are literally walking around under the influence of negative energy. And there is no way in the world we can live our purpose, be successful or be happy when we're under that influence. As I go into this topic today, I'm going to talk about 
some of the major traps that we get into and why we get into them. And then the second half of this show, I'm going to talk about the ways that we can climb out and some examples of some beautiful client stories of how some of my clients have climbed out of this being under the influence of things that were really hurting them. Here's the biggest problem with being under the influence of negative thought feeling patterns. You as a human being are built to avoid danger and your body is wired biologically to prevent you from harm. So anytime you have the response of, oops, I'm in danger, the body does some very predictable things. And this is how we stay locked in to belief systems that are not really helping us. Because the nervous system itself is in cahoots with the danger And even though we're no longer, for the most part, everyone who would be listening to this radio show, we're no longer being chased by saber-toothed tigers. We're no longer hunting in the wild for our food. We're no longer being ravaged by enemies uh, the next town down, although that might be happening in some places, not to laugh about it, in general, Where we live today, we are mostly physically safe. Perhaps the bills are too tight. Perhaps there's not enough. But in general, our life is probably not under siege. Now, I'm a cancer survivor, and I went through a period of time where my life was under siege. And I can tell you that while I was going through that, my body was in a massive stress response. And that stress response locked me in to a chemical bath, if you will, in my body where I had stress hormones circulating on a regular basis. And so if you're under siege at work, the stress hormones that are circulating in your body are built to have you fight someone or run away or freeze in the corner so you don't get hurt. These are no longer adaptive mechanisms for the modern world. And there's been literally thousands of articles and papers and scientific studies written about how our current modern world and our primitive biological body are no longer really uh, cohabitating too well. We've got a lot of stress diseases because our body is in continual stress most of the time because we're under the influence of things that we are filtering that are out there that are dangerous. If we perceive other people to be dangers, if we perceive the world to be dangerous, we're under, excuse me, under the influence of negative energy. And when we're living under the influence of negative energy, we are in stress response and the brain convinces us that it's okay Well, of course I'm under the stress response because look at my coworkers looking at me that way. Did you see what the boss said to me in that meeting? 
And we rationalize being stuck. We rationalize our stress. And we believe it is the only way to live. We believe that our under-the-influence reality is the only reality that we will have. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit more detail, but I want to get to a caller we have waiting on the line. Hello, Lois. How are you today? And how can I help you? Lois, are you there? Perhaps you're on mute or something. (laughs) All right, Lois. If you're still there, happy to talk to you. All right. Perhaps she moved on to something else. Okay. So we'll wait for Lois to come back. And so as we are under the influence of something that is provoking our stress response, we are in a constant run a constant fight. And so therefore, under that influence, we are going to be running from everything and reacting to everything in our lives. Do we have Lois back? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Lois. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Good. What's going on? What can I help you with? Well, I mean, you're you're talking about assault you know, mental assault um, yes. from the outside and, and also from the inside mm-hmm. with, within the workplace. I'm kind of in a different place in that I haven't been able to find a position. It's been almost three years, and mm. it seems like ageism is in play. Uh, you know, I am an older worker. I'm a boomer. And okay. like, how do you, how do you cope with that? Well, okay. So let's just start with that last question, that last statement, which was a question. How do you cope with that? Underneath that question is an underlying story. And sometimes I refer to this, <clears throat> excuse me, as the silent story. The silent story is that you have to cope with it. So there's something that you're coping with, which means there's a bit of a victim story that's going on underneath that. Okay, so, and and again, Mm -hmm. the rational brain. I haven't worked for three years. I'm a little bit of an worker. So the rational brain has wrapped up really good reasons why you have that story. Is it possible that we could make a little bit of a shift on that story? You think we could shift that just just a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So why don't you tell me three reasons why being older slash more mature and experienced is positive. Go ahead. Oh, why I was gonna tell you why it was negative. <laughs> uh, I know. Positive. See that's your that's your uh, that you're under the influence of that. Yeah. I'm shifting the okay. question. What are the three positive attributes of that? I, I have a lot of experience experience to bring to the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I could be good at mentoring uh, younger people, not that uh, they don't have something to bring to the workplace too, but I think given my years of experience that um, mentorship 
could be helpful. And um, just that to bring a balance to the workplace instead of it um, being all young people, that there's a balance of older, that, that middle age and younger people that all have their own things to bring to the workplace. Yeah. So the word we have used over the last couple of years or so is diversity. And usually yeah. we're talking about this as an aspect of, of race, sometimes gender. Um, but diversity is, is, is diversity. It is a melding or combination of people from different variety of backgrounds. So you're bringing your experience, you're bringing your wisdom, you're bringing your problem-solving. Chances are that you solve problems faster than people who are younger because your experience gives you um, almost like this, this subconscious edge that you're able to sort through and see things much more quickly. You think that's true? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. What type of work uh, have you done in the past? I'm sorry, didn't hear the last part. What type of work have you done? What, what's your profession? Um, I work in the apparel industry and okay. specifically in textiles, on the technical okay. side of textiles. So you know how to manufacture textiles and how to combine fabrics and do things like that? Yes, I'm a liaison between the creative and the technical. Okay, fantastic. And what are three things that you have done in your past that you're super proud of? Um, I'm super proud of um, mentoring my team and really bringing, bringing to them the opportunities that they have requested, that they wanted for their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, proud of awards that I've received at multiple different companies for uh, problem solving and um, bringing things in on deadline or um, before deadline and also mm-hmm. um, people skills in terms of identifying what people's skills are and um, leveraging those. Okay. So with all of those things being said, could you, not here, but perhaps when we get off, identify an exact example with numbers and specifics and details? Could you do that on each of those items? Sure. Okay. So... When you capture the things that you've been proud of and that you've done well and you have specific details, your brain gets wired back to that experience and those examples and you begin to have a fresh memory of your success. Mm -hmm. And if you combine that with a positive filter of why being an older worker has positive attributes, you can then be under the influence of the best parts of you and under the influence of the table rather than being under the influence of why you haven't worked for three years and ageism and coping with being an older worker. 
mm-hmm. there's a massive shift in your personal energy in your soul's vibration when you look at the negative at the positive astra aspects of you versus the negative and you're not only going to shift who you are and what you how you talk about yourself but you're also going to change your attractor pattern and you're going to be more likely to see things more positively to look at yourself more positively to communicate in a way that's more positive even if you think in your mind well every time i interview i've always said positive things but if there's a silent story, Lois, playing underneath it, what's going to happen to the people who are listening to you? Mm. Yeah, she seems pretty good, but I don't know. Something about her I, mm, didn't really quite click. Mm-hmm. What, what they're picking up is that the silent story doesn't equal the outside story. So you have to match those. So if you're okay. saying, I can do this and I can do that and I've done that and I've done that. If that doesn't match how you feel inside, you're going to come across in a way that people aren't going to be like really clicking with you. They're not going to know why. And and what's going to happen is that you're going to place it on ageism. You're going to place it on not working for three years because the rational brain has to find some attachment point to that. Can you spend time? hopefully more time than than on the negative. Can you spend time on these positive attributes of who you are and what you bring to the workplace, including writing them down, including repeating them to you, to yourself, including speaking them out loud. Even if you're walking around your kitchen table saying these things as if you're in an interview. Can you do that? Sure. Absolutely. I will guarantee you that that will make you feel better about yourself. And I'm going to give you one more little homework assignment here. I'm great at giving homework. <laughs> I, want, I want you to write 10 gratitudes and 10 brags about the last job you had. 10 things you're grateful for of that specific job. And 10 items of bragging about that specific job and what you did. Even if it was something that you consider to be minor or somewhat insignificant, for instance, if you always showed up on time, brag about that. Okay. Brag about the fact that you regularly cleaned up the coffee room or whatever. Brag about the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Brag about the little stuff. Keep yourself in the, in the energy of the influence of the positive attributes of you and of how wonderful that work was for you. That's the gratitude is the wonderfulness and attributes of you is the bragging. Soak yourself in that. Be under the influence of that aspect of Lois. You will have a much more successful time interviewing and attracting the right role. You have to be disciplined about this because your primitive brain is going to want to go negative to protect you from danger. You have to override it. This is the thing that a lot of people don't truly understand about shifting their lives. It's not out of default until you've practiced it and disciplined it over and over and over and over. Because I know the story you've been telling yourself for about three years. And you're pretty certain about that story. I'd love you to be as certain about how awesome you are. Okay. Thank you. Got you got that, Roland? You got it. 
Yeah. And Lois, if you I haven't do. if you haven't seen my free webinar, feel free to to pop over to my um, my website and I'll give you the the website address. It's mofall.com, M-O-F as in Frank A-U-L.com. It's slash masterclass. Pop over there, five shifts to land your dream career. You might find some good stuff in there. And if if you'd like to book a free clarity call with me or my team, we'd be happy to talk to you about helping you further. But that alone is going to get you miles, miles ahead. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your help. You got it. Awesome. All right. Let's talk to Milagro. I think I know you, Milagro. How are you? Hi, Mo. How are you? Good. Good. What are you doing today? Freezing? Uh, well, you know, it's like every time I turn my back, it's like, you know, I told you I'm in some litigation fight right now, and it's taking up a lot of my time, and it just reminds me of the disappointment and I have right now, and I just don't want to feel that anymore. I just want to put it past me, and I just can't wait till this is all over. Okay, so... Let's not get into the the this as all over specifically because mm-hmm. it's gonna it's that thing that you're talking about probably has its own life cycle and will resolve at some point and perhaps there's things that you really can't control about the timing of that. Would that be approximately true? It's true, <clears throat> but you know it's, it requires my time because you know I just got sure. something in the mail and it's like okay, you gotta respond in like less than a week and I'm like yeah you know um, is this really fair <laughs> I don't know so that's uh-huh. just making me right. so you're unhappy yeah you're putting your yeah you're putting yourself under the influence of victimhood is this really fair why do I have to do this how come this happened to me can you and you know I think many of us are familiar with the serenity prayer Mm-hmm. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, there is more to the serenity prayer, but that's usually the piece that people kind of rattle off. I want to accept the things I can't change. I want to have the courage to change those things that I can't. I want to have the wisdom to know the difference. Why do I want mm-hmm. the wisdom to know the difference? Because I don't want to put negative energy or input into things that aren't in my best interest for who I want to be and for what's really possible for me to participate in. So when we live in the moment, we realize that there's really nothing that we can do about certain things except mm-hmm. the most important thing ever. And that is to project from our own inner being positive Mm -hmm. results, positive possibilities, faith, knowingness. And I think you're familiar with this term, and I was going to talk about it in the second half of the show, but I'll bring it out early here. Everything always works out for me. (laughs) Yeah. And again, like I had mentioned to Lois, we have to have discipline when we're in a in a time where things don't really seem to be working out for us or there's an extra dose of what appears to be stress that's like, why me? We have to truly discipline ourselves away from 
the negative that we can add to it. We have to move away from that. We have to focus on the positive aspects of who we are, what life brings, and we have to change our inner world about things that we cannot change in the external world because the only thing we truly have influence over is how we view life. Mm-hmm. Can you tell yourself a, a, a bit of a positive story about the lawsuit and the stuff that you're dealing with in a way that that you could shift your energy a bit around that? Well, I think... You know, I was just talking to um, my husband and, you know, how, like, joining this Mo coaching session has been really helpful because I feel like I'm not alone Uh and that a lot of women are still moving forward despite all the obstacles Uh and staying in the same career path. And I feel, you know, and it's helping me, you know, rethink all the hard work I put into my own career and pursuing degrees to stay into education. I had this, you know, idea that I was going to be a school principal, move on to be a chancellor one day. Mm-hmm. And I you know, with this bad, you know, uh, incident that I happened at my school, you know, I was on the investigation written up left and right in the span of two months. My principal was after me. And then I leave, transfer out, you know, and the principal was still after me, which kind of led off bad negative vibes with the new principal, and she got rid of me. Yeah. The superintendent. So, the, you, know, the, you know, I'm just like, okay, great. They didn't give me an opportunity, of, you know, with the fair. What is the positive thing that this is bringing to you? And, I, and I, I'm going to have to ask you for a well, quick, the, quick answer because we're going to break in a second. So go right ahead. Okay. What's the positive thing about it? That I'm not alone and that I can still continue on with my life mm-hmm. and continue to apply for other jobs in the same sector and and move forward. And, you know, I, I at one point I did think that it was going to be impossible to find another job and, and continue to pursue my dream. Right. And I know uh, that you're stronger going through this and you have a deeper, deeper perspective on your career and who you are because of it. I know that for sure. I'm coming back after this break. Thanks for calling in, Milagro. Okay, thank you. Wow. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. 
who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. You remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego, on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. If you've been on a spiritual path for a long time, what can you read that's new and exciting? Try Unity Magazine. It's designed for the seasoned spiritual student with in-depth articles and interviews about spiritual practices and philosophies. Our columnists share their own faith journeys and cover healing, science, and psychology with even a little scripture thrown in. You'll read some classic authors and some new ones. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Discover new ways to heal yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Michael Schwartz and Spiritual Naturopathy. Every Monday at 12 p.m. Central, Michael offers a holistic path to healing and guides listeners to new levels of self-awareness, touching on topics like intuition, healing by faith, dream interpretation, and a lot more. Michael explores how to maximize our spiritual gifts and helps us discover how much healing power we really have. Call in with your questions and comments every Monday here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we're back to talk about under the influence. We are talking about how subtle our thinking process and the meaning we attach to things. And the words I used earlier with a caller, the silent story that we tell ourselves over and over and we live in it. We pickle ourselves in it. And we literally are under the influence of a force that is not in our best interest. But here's the thing. There's a lot of people living under the influence of negative thinking. So we think it is what we're supposed to do because everyone's gossiping and talking negatively and complaining about the weather and talking about ageism and I'm stuck in this situation and people don't understand and all this, all this stuff. The brain seeks out matches for its thought-feeling patterns. It wants the match for it. It's how we differentiate all of the stimuli in our lives. 
We look for matches. You know that saying, misery loves company. It's the brain's way of dealing. If I find a match for how I think and feel, that is like me, and therefore it is not a threat. And that's called our natural survival instinct going amok. We do not want matches for negative thinking, but it's how our brain works. So we have to override that. And lucky for us as human beings, we have this big part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex. And that part of our brain is the executive of our life. So many people have not necessarily tapped into that. And they're living in the negative primitive story, the emotional story. Here's a better solution. Live under the influence of your positive story. Live under the influence of how awesome you are. Live under the influence of how great your soul is. Live under that influence. You have options. You as a human being can choose every moment to think and feel a certain way. But if you're under the influence of the predominant thought feeling pattern that has been directing you away from your awesomeness that perhaps has been directing you toward a destination that you don't really want. And you find yourself not where you want to be. It's as if someone else has taken over the steering wheel of your car. Who has done that? In my webinar that I was talking to the earlier caller about, I call that the gremlins because gremlins are kind of little characters and we can feel okay about them, but they're really the, the host of characters of our negative thinking. And so many of us are walking around the planet in our lives under the influence of this stuff. And it's not in our best interest. It's not leading us to success and happiness. It's not leading us to prosperity. It is not leading us to wonderful, beautiful aspects of our life. So I am saying to you today, be under the influence of the great, beautiful force of who you Live in the, under the influence of everything always works out for me. Live under the influence of whatever has been put in my life is there for my highest good. My highest good. It's here to make me stronger and more dimensional and better character and to have depth of who I am. It's my highest good. If you are seeking a summit on a mountain, don't curse the path. If you are seeking to achieve something that you either want back or you haven't ever had, don't curse the path. Stay on the path. Take the twists and the turns. Slay the gremlins. Get stronger. Build character. Be a better version of you. Emerge. Arrive. I have a woman in my workshop right now. She lost her job a couple of months ago. Delightful, talented, lovely woman. Mo, I just want to start my own company. Okay. But here's the thing. Right now, you're in a bad patch. You need to get back 
in the game. You're not ready. You're not strong enough. You've got to get back into the game at a higher level, and then you'll have what it takes. Best player in high school baseball, best pitcher as a 17-year-old, probably not ready for the World Series. Keep getting better. Keep practicing. Keep throwing great games. Keep working on your craft. Keep getting stronger. Focus on what you know how to do. Focus on the positive aspects. Focus on your skills and being a better version of you. Let's take a call from Carrie. Carrie, thanks for calling in. It's nice to have you on the show. What can I do to help you today? Hi, Hi Mo. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I, you know, I'm thinking about um, how I how I came into this um, into your program and and the fact that I really believed that the problem was the jobs that I was choosing um, and not even being able to recognize what part was mine. Mm. <laughs> and um, you know, going through this program, I've I've taken ownership of what's mine and, um, and, and what isn't, but, but certainly what, what's mm-hmm, mine. Sure. And I think um, today one of the biggest influences I'm under um, <laughs> is trying <laughs> to pick which meditation I want um, <laughs> each day um, because they're all good, you know, and, and I think, well, what do I need most today? Well, I need all of it today. And, and mm-hmm. so um, – but but when I came in, it was like I'm I'm looking, you know, and I, I know you've heard this analogy before, but I'm looking through this tiny rear view window instead of looking at this giant windshield that's in front of yes. me. Um, I kept yes. focused on what was behind me, and I kept carrying it with me like, you know, big luggy suitcases and dragging uh-huh. it, and dragging it. Um, and I think um, the freedom for me today is to is to live each day to be in the moment and um and that's been such a gift for me and i my question for you today um is you know i do a lot of the suggestions i do your reading your journaling and and um really um you know meditating my question for you is is there um any any type of book that you read um, each day on a daily basis that helps you um, to align yourself? Well, um, oh, good question. First of all, thank you very much for, for all of that positive stuff. And I'm, I'm delighted that the windshield is a much better view for you than the tiny little rear view mirror. Um, I kind of surround myself with um, a variety of different readings and, and one of them uh interestingly enough, is the daily word that comes from unity. <laughs> so, uh, and today's daily word is begin again. I find blessings in every circumstance. Um, I've been reading the daily word since I was in college. And um, it's a nice little pamphlet. It's from unity, the, the organization that I'm uh, having this radio show on. So I delight in the daily word pretty frequently. Uh, it's a nice little one, you know, mini little passage, two or three paragraphs. Um, it sets a certain tone and the, the, the words begin again can mean so many different things, no matter where we are for the day. 
Um, as you know, I, I, I also start my day with meditation and journaling. Um, right now, if you want to ask me right now what I'm surrounding myself with reading, um, I have uh, a couple of books that I kind of keep with and I just go back to different pages and that sort of thing. There's a few authors that I love. And one of them is Joseph Murphy. And his, um, I guess, kind of seminal work is called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And um, Joseph Murphy was a an Irish guy. Uh, actually, I think he might have been a minister of some sort. Uh, came to the U.S. in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Was like lecturing and was a new thought, personal development person in the in the 40s to the 70s, I believe. And uh, the power of the subconscious mind is really a nice review of of how our thoughts and feelings basically create our reality. And every paragraph can be its own reflection. So that's one of the books I pretty much keep with me all the time. Um, I have another author that has written uh, dozens and dozens of books, and a lot of his lectures are now captured in a book form and, and an audible. And his name is Neville Goddard. Uh, Neville, N-E-V-I-L-L-E, Goddard, G-O-D-D-A-R-D, uh, a contemporary of Joseph Murphy, uh, basically a, a lecturer in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. I think he actually uh, moved on from this life in 72. Uh, I'm always listening to or reading something by Neville Goddard. And if you want oh, – I think she uh, left us. If you want a um, a really interesting – primer, if you will, on how the subconscious works, um, his, uh, uh, I just lost the name of it. Um, oh, darn it. I just lost the name of his best, easiest work that he's done. Believing is the secret. I'm going to find it on my, on my, my thanks for calling in and asking, uh, that question. Um, I do surround myself with a lot of different books and authors. Uh, Feeling is the Secret uh, that Neville Goddard wrote in 1944. Feeling is the Secret. And that's really what we're talking about today. We're talking about the belief systems that we house within our belief structure. We have to have belief systems and structures to, to live as a human being. And if those belief structures are moving us away from our highest version of ourselves, then we will not be living our true purpose and we will not be joyous, happy, and successful. So the, the key is to be under the influence of those things that make us feel good. So many of us were taught to deny our feelings and if we felt good that that was selfish. But feeling good, feeling in our best self-alignment is really the divine purpose of being in a human existence. I believe that our creator, whatever we choose to call our creator or how we define that, uh, meant for us to be happy and joyous. So when we feel that way, we will be more in alignment with our highest version of us. Anything that, that, that pushes our feeling state away from feeling good is technically not in our highest good. And we should protect our feeling state as if our life depends on it, because it does. So uh, to answer your question, Carrie, those are the books I tend to surround myself with on the regular basis. And then 
I've always got something new that either I came across or someone may have recommended uh, just to keep me kind of going. There's a, a an author now who I've uh, was introduced by one of my coaches. Her name is Kidist, K-I-D-E-S-T, and her last name is Ohm. I'm not sure if that's a pen name or not, but her name is Kidist Ohm. And um, she has some very interesting books out there. Again, like like many people on this planet in today's day and age, uh, Amazon is is a great place to just find out what's out there and to see what types of things she wrote or Joseph Murphy or Neville Goddard. Those are three can't-miss authors in the whole area of of changing our lives, uh, understanding how our subconscious drives our reality, and and really living a purpose-driven, happy, and balanced and successful life. Let's take uh, Kimberly as a caller. Hello, Kimberly. How are you doing today? It's been a while. I'm very well. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you today? So, well, we've been working together for a little while, and you know I've been struggling with... um, my director at work and I find that I try extremely hard to stay upbeat positive and it seems like every time I have an interaction with her it is just a negative interaction um Mm -hmm. I you know step away from the situation I go and I say what will bring you joy now and I try to you know re up my intention and make it a a better day and not Mm -hmm. feel so bad about how she treats us. And I'm wondering if you can suggest a specific way to deal with this because it's not always working. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I, I don't, I don't know if I, if actually like confronting her and, you know, I don't feel that it will help. I don't want to, you know, create any other issues, but I don't, it, it's as if she doesn't really care to be more optimistic and, and kinder to us. It, it's, so I feel like I'm at a loss because it, it, it's nothing's changing. It just, it seems to be getting worse and worse. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you know, uh, not to dive into specifics, but I, I know a little bit about your situation. Here's a few things just from a symptom perspective, you have to decide every day how you want to feel and who's going to affect that. Mm -hmm. And if you know that there is a potential of someone in your daily work or in your life who's going to move you out of the feeling state that you want to be in, you've just got to super commit to not letting that in. And that's a you know not a true muscle but that's that's a muscle fiber when we're independent of our external world influencing how we feel we've achieved true peace and joy now mm-hmm. that's kind of like swami level of enlightened living so i'm not necessarily saying if you if you don't get to that level you're going to be miserable all your life <laughs> just just keep exercising that. Just keep saying, you know what? I know who she is. I know who I am. I'm comfortable with who I am and what I do at work. And I'm just going to keep being the most awesome version of me. So that's just basically the daily practice. Now, you could, if it feels like 
you stepping into your power and you owning your truth, have the conversation that you think is right for you and not worry about whether it's going to change her. Mm -hmm. So if you truly think that you to be in alignment and honoring your sense of peace and happiness and success at work, if that conversation would help you, you might want to consider that. Now, the other thing to say to you is this. I know you've been dealing with this situation for a while. Sometimes facing the same problem and not having a result that's what we want means that we have to make a decision about going in another direction. Mm -hmm. So even though that may not be the easiest route or maybe not even seem like it's going to be too much fun or it may provoke so much fear that you're like, I can't imagine feeling good about what I would do after this. Like, is there really something better? Banging our head up against the wall and the same problem and getting the same result is what I think it's the Chinese who are known to have this quote. It's the definition of insanity. Yeah. So, I'm not saying you're insane. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But when we're up against the same problem over and over and over, and it's it's the thing that's provoking us, it's the thing that's disrupting, perhaps the external world needs to be moved away from. Perhaps you need to create a new probably a new possibility, a new a new choice in what you where you work. Yep, I'm I'm working on it. It's just not and I have the the little things in my life are are under control with the you know, everything's working out for me. I, I see it every day. I see little clues to that. Mm-hmm. It just seems mm-hmm. like the big bigger things aren't going as quickly as had hoped so that I can right. transition on and move into another opportunity. So I'm trying very hard to, in the meantime, make the best of the situation that I'm in so that I can okay. stay in that feeling state and um, handle it until I can find a better option. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's, let's shift the words just a, a, a little bit because there's, there's some struggle and there's some what I don't have in, that, in, in those words. So let's just shift the story. Um, I'm building myself to be the best version of, of me. And I know as I continue to do that, the perfect opportunity is coming my way. Just, just live in that expectation as mm-hmm. if it's your birthday morning and you know that there's a party later on this afternoon for your birthday. You're waking up on your birthday morning. Anticipation, happiness, uh, excitement, enthusiasm, positive expectation. As you know, those are all those words that are in the green zone. Yes. If you can stay there and know that who she is to you right now is exactly what you need to keep being a stronger version of you. Yeah. And it's that funny stronger can, version of there, you is getting you ready for that next thing. Yeah. There are other people that I work with that have similar attitudes, and it's very simple to just not care what they think, but because it is the person that, you know, 
determines my future and determines, you know, my pay rate and that sort of thing, it's very difficult to not kind of worry about what Mm -hmm. she thinks of me. (laughs) Whereas a coworker, it's like they don't have any control over anything that happens to me. So it's like, okay, well, if you don't feel that way, that's fine. I I really don't worry either way. So, yeah, I mean, if you're being the best version of you and you're being agreeable and collaborative and doing your thing, like the, the the rest of the energy to that story is not really needed. Just 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 don't contribute to that next piece. Mm-hmm. Just like chop it off. I'm doing me. I'm good. I know it. I feel it. I'm building my character. I'm building my muscle. She's not going to disturb my peace. What's great about this is I know I'm working toward the next best thing and it's coming my way and I'm super excited about it. Super excited. Back to that whole little story I told about the, the high school pitcher. Like if you're the, if you're the best pitcher in high school, you don't have to worry about the fact that you're not in the big leagues. You're getting there. Just keep Mm -hmm. pitching. Just keep pitching. Just keep doing your thing. Very, 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 very simple. Not so easy. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just keep practicing. Just keep practicing the most awesome version of you and, and, and remind yourself that you're in anticipation of that next beautiful, wonderful thing coming your way. There's one word in there that's necessary. And that's belief or knowing, or faith, whatever word feels right there. That's what's necessary right there. Because that gap between what you're seeing in the outside world and what you want to feel causes doubt, and doubt kills all dreams. So insert faith. Insert everything always works out for me. Insert my life is unfolding in perfect harmony. Insert the universe has my back. Whatever words you must have as the mortar to keep that story solid and to keep you from drifting into self-doubt or self-criticism. Patch that up because that negative energy might be just the thing that's veering you off, veering you off. Okay, Keep, keep patching that piece. Keep owning your truth of how awesome you are and that you are building the higher version of you every single day and that's the beauty of the life. Thanks for calling in, Kimberly. It's always great to talk to you. And so here we are, folks. We're talking about being under the influence. You choose. You get to choose what you're under the influence of. Oh, this isn't working. Oh, I'm too old. Oh, no one likes me. Oh, I'm always getting the raw end of the deal. Oh, drivers are horrible in my city. Oh, the weather sucks. Oh, this. Oh, that. Go ahead. Pile that on. Tell me how that's working for you. Or you could pile on the, I'm grateful for the sun, I'm grateful for the snow, I'm grateful for the beautiful blanket that cuddled me while I was sleeping last night, I'm grateful for this cup of tea, I'm grateful for this journal to write in every day and to express my deepest gratitude and my most awesome self, I'm grateful for knowing who I am, I'm grateful for being connected to my source, I'm grateful for my parents who have raised me and they did their best. I'm grateful for keep it rolling. 
Keep that rolling and keep the brags going. I'm awesome at what I do. I love my coworkers. I'm always learning. I'm in the best environment right now because I've chosen to do that. I'm freaking awesome that I've been doing this for 10 years. I remember when I started that team up and we did this. I got my college degree. Um, I mean, brag about anything you can come to think of. Anything. And I'm going to tell you what. Like I tell my clients, if you do 10 gratitudes and 10 brags and you have at least 10 minutes in a state of non-resistance, that's what meditation is. Meditation is non-resistance. When we're in non-resistance, we are reminded of the fact that we are a soul. We are flowing energy. You can catch more of me on my free masterclass at mofall.com slash masterclass or book a free clarity call. mofall.com slash Give me clarity. See you next time on Bring Your Soul to Work. This is Coach Mo Fall. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.